Shalom and welcome to the Parsha and Purpose podcast, Rabbi Kenneth Brander's weekly insights into the Parsha. Laughter, it can represent many things. It can be a response of pure joy or amazement. It can be derisive and cynical, a response to a certain comment or an act. Laughter can be a response of surprise, of fear, of being scared, or something that is just unbelievable. Laughter can be a sign of optimism and of joy. In this week's Parsha, we see laughter schok being used in so many different ways, unprecedented in Tanakh. First, at the end of Lechacha, when Avram is told that he will have a son through Sarah, he says the following, Vayipo Avram al-Panav, he falls on his face, Vayitzchak, he bows down to God to acknowledge this amazing news. It creates a context for his laughter. It's a response of joy and amazement. In our Parsha, when Sarah is informed by the angels, dressed as visiting strangers, that she will have a child, we're told she has an inner laugh and she says, how can I have a child? I'm old, my husband is old. There's no context clues. And therefore, some of the commentators define this laugh as incredulous, as cynical. And therefore, Sarah is challenged about this response and tries to explain, no, she laughed for a different reason. It was a laugh of joyful amazement. When Lot tells his sons-in-law to escape with him from Sodom, because Sodom is going to be destroyed, leave this place because God will destroy it. They laugh at their father-in-law. This laughter is definitely one of derision, of cynicism, showing disdain of Lot and his comments. And when Avraham and Sarah's son Yitzchak is born, Sarah says, God has made laughter for me. All who will hear Yitzchakli will laugh. It's unclear if Sarah is stating people are joyful are amazed and all who hear about my birth are happy for me? Or she means people are mocking me. They're stating that I was most probably impregnated in Egypt. For how is it possible that Avram, who's not given any more children to Hagar, now helps me have a child? And that's why the Torah goes out of its way to mention Avram so many times when the birth of Yitzchak is announced in the Torah. Then there is the situation with Yishmael, when we're told in the Torah, Atera Sarah and Sarah sees that Yishmael, Asher Avraham who was born to Avraham, is laughing with Yitzchak. Sarah sees that Yishmael is here fooling with Yitzchak, laughing at him, making sport of Yitzchak, causing Yitzchak problems. With all of these meanings for the word Yitzchak, why is it that Avram and Sarah call their child by this name? What message does Avraham and Sarah want to communicate to us, their children, about the name Yitzchak? I believe that they're trying to share with us something about the enterprise of what it means to be part of the Jewish people. After all, Sarah and Avram introduced monotheism into the world. And now we're transitioning from a couple to a family, to a people, to a movement. The Jewish people 
are here to share this ideal with society. Our chosenness is our responsibility. And this child, Yitzchak, represents the first generation of the saga of introducing this ideal to society. A nation of monotheism is now born. He is called Yitzchak Laughter to communicate to us the fact that sometimes Judaism will be Yitzchak. It will be met with cynicism. It will be met with derision, incredulity, especially when we don't live up to our responsibility. And sometimes Yitzchak, the laughter, will be a laughter of darkness. And by calling him Yitzchak, Avraham and Sarah are also telling us, you know, this enterprise of Judaism really might work. It might really happen. It can happen. This can be a laughter of surprising optimism. This can be an ideal that can become a reality. People will have laughter. As the Jewish people return to their land with a mandate to matter. As the Jewish people move from the periphery of history to the center of history. My father-in-law Yitzchak, Allah shalom was a single man in the DP camps who had survived the Holocaust. He traded with someone to purchase a candelabra because he knew eventually he would get married and wanted his wife and his family to have the light of Shabbat. This was important to him. Yitzchak Tambor, when he bartered for the candelabra, was met with schok, was met with laughter of cynicism, of derision. Seriously? Yitzchak, survivor of the Holocaust, single, this is what you need? But that candelabra was used by my mother-in-law, blessed memory, created light in their home, and it now creates light in our home, in Jerusalem, 40 minutes from the Kotel. The schok of derision became a laughter of hope and optimism. And that's what defines the Jewish people. When we are able to transform the laughter into a world of hope, of optimism and joy. That's our responsibility. That's what it means to be a Yitzchak, to be able to create laughter of redemption, the responsibility of what it means to be the children of Avraham and Sarah. Shabbat Shalom. Thank you for listening to Parsha and Purpose. We invite you to subscribe to this series on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, or wherever you listen to your podcasts. And for those listening on Apple Podcasts, please remember to rate and review this series. Until next time, Shalom.